Friday morning. Glad you're with us. John Morris, Garrett Ross, and Garrett, we are pleased to be joined by a great group of uh, masked guests in the studio. Uh, I did in the text say, uh, hey, wear a mask, please, when you come into the building. You can take it off when you get to the studio if you want to, but they're staying masked up, so I don't mind that at all. Uh, welcome Tyler Bolden from KWTX TV, Abby Loring from uh, Channel 25, KXXV, Curtis Quillen from KCEN TV, Channel 6, and Matt Roberts from KWKT Fox 44. Uh, we should mention, let's give Nick a shout out. Nick uh, Canizales <laughs> is, is on vacation. Uh, he, I'm in his stead since he's at the beach. Oh, tough, yeah. <laughs> Must be present to win. <laughs> yeah, but glad you, glad all of y'all are here. We appreciate it. Thanks very much. Get up, uh, cozy up to that mic right there if you don't mind. But welcome to you. And my first thought is, uh, Tyler, we'll start with you. Uh, a, how, how different have things been doing sports on television number one when there's not much sports at all and you know the pandemic has just sort of changed uh, the schedule and you're also workload yeah I, I think a lot of a lot of people know that local sports on uh, television have changed quite a bit uh, we've gotten rid of the six o'clock and ten o'clock sports casts and uh, right now it's it would be a little difficult to put together three minutes worth of content especially at this time a, a lot of things, have changed and you know we're just we're just kind of rolling with the flow right now uh we're still able we still have a job so i can't really complain too much even though it is a little different sometimes it can be stressful but at the end of the day we're still able to go to work right now yeah Abby, uh, you've you kind of become a news reporter, haven't you, instead of sports? Yes. It's it's kind of been we're in the same boat as Tyler is. We don't have uh, sports in the 6 and 10. But, you know, if stuff does come up, we'll cover it. But uh, it has been a big change. But like Tyler said, I'm thankful to have a job. And um, it has been different because Jack and I typically uh, would work side by side. I think I haven't seen him in like four months. Oh, so is that right? <laughs> sometimes I'll text him and be like, hey, you alive? <laughs> <laughs> But uh, it's it's been a different um, kind of a big transition, and um, but I I think I've learned a lot. I've gotten a lot to meet a lot of new people that I wouldn't have met. Yeah, it's different, isn't it? Otherwise, um, being in sports, but uh, it's it's been a different process, and I'm day side now, so I oh, actually now yeah. we'll get to that. That's a big big change, huh? Absolutely, <laughs> big change. Curtis, uh, you you've done. I've seen a lot of news reports you've done. I mean, there's some sports to cover, but what else have you been doing? So I've actually been kind of blessed. I've had to do news probably less than ten times since in the past four months, and so I'll absolutely take that <laughs> because I did that for three years. It's been a lot of changing the way we cover sports, and so like Tyler said, we get three thirty at ten three three minutes thirty seconds at ten o'clock normally. We're not doing sports casts right now. We're starting to wean those back in when we can. It's a lot of stories, a lot of enterprising, a lot of where are we in the grand scheme of things for bringing back the sports that matter here locally, whether that's Baylor, UMHB, or the 70-something high schools that's, that get our signal. And so it's just trying to update people on where we are. A lot of the human interest and feature stories that we've had to put on the back burner because we were going to Kansas City for the Big 12 tournament because we were traveling for football. Those are done now. Yeah. Those have been on TV already. <laughs> and we're just at this point trying to keep people updated on where we're at because now is where uh, this pandemic is starting to really impact the uh, sports moving forward. And Matt, you uh, at Fox 44, I think I'm correct in saying you're the one of the four local stations that has, has kept the regular sports segment. Yeah, I've been really blessed in that sense. My news director and I had a, a conversation early on, and with us having an hour-long newscast to begin with, he's, he's he wanted kind of a reprieve from just kind of getting hit over the head with, here's what's closing, <laughs> here's what's happening, here's what's happening to this virus. And so 
we've tried to keep it pretty consistent and there's been times where it's been tough there's not been a lot to talk about but i've always seen sports as a escape for people and so finding just whatever i can to to you know let people know that hey here's what they're doing to try and get back or yeah. here's what they're doing to get back i mean haven't had to twist my arm to do a lot of golf coverage because the PGA Tour came back and, you know, just... You're a golf just, guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And and just to get get people knowing that, okay, here's... If something happens that I need to tell you about, here it is. But also, sports is going to be a little, you know, a, a bit of a respite from just kind of getting hit over the head with coronavirus and death and destruction because I always say that sports is the toy department. Yeah. So that's kind of what, what we've been doing for uh, really the last three months. Yeah, very cool. That's great. All right, Abby, back to you. Uh, and you mentioned it. Uh, I want to ask everybody how different your schedule has been. You know, you're, you're not doing the 6 and 10, so what what has your schedule been like? Well, it was kind of weird at first because, you know, uh, 2 to 10 is typically my sports right. schedule. So, you know, I would go to bed like 2 or 3 o'clock at night. <laughs> right. <wake> <laughs> and then when I switched over, it was like this weird 2 to 3 day period where I was like <laughs> staying awake at night going, I need to be doing something. Um, but, yeah, so it's now I'm day side, so I kind of work more of a day schedule, which has been kind of a transition um, but it's been good and, you know, you have more time to do other things like work out and have dinner, but, um, <laughs> it's just, it, it, it's pretty cool. But, um, it's also cool because you meet people from the day side team that you're like, Oh, <laughs> but, uh, you're right. The used to working at sports and when, you know, games happen at night, it's been kind of a different, um, transition period, but at the same time, um, yeah, I kind of like working with the day team because it's, I feel like uh, the the morning team kind of comes in and they get done and then you transition and everybody's kind of happy. And so it's it's a fun atmosphere. Yeah, that's good. And it is different. Curtis, what's your schedule been like? Like Abby, I'm day side, which okay. was one heck of a shift for me because <laughs> yeah. you go back to senior night for the Bears, I'm walking out of the Ferrell Center at midnight, yeah. and now I'm at work at 9 o'clock in the morning. Right. The difference is our station was nice enough to offer everybody a four-day work week. Oh, okay. um, and so what they that really helped us. I thought I could tough my way through it and get the five days after about a month and a half of that i was just so bogged down and exhausted that i emailed my boss and i was like yo can i get that please yeah yeah, yeah. i'll take you up on that offer. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good matt your schedule probably hasn't changed has it no it really hasn't changed i mean it's it's still basically two to ten thirty every night yep. and um yeah just uh, we, we were talking earlier that it just kind of sometimes felt like groundhog day especially kind of in in the <laughs> thick of all this where yeah. you just come in and there's really nowhere for you to go because us as sports people, typically, we come into the office and then, especially during the spring, they may not see us until 10 minutes before the show at 5 and then 10 minutes before the show at 9. But <laughs> right. I'm there the whole time. I'm like, this. so this is what this place looks like at this time of the day. I've never seen this before. That is strange, so, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's been a lot of... Yeah, almost almost kind of Groundhog Day, just going in and <laughs> and being in the office and being there for eight hours and going home. So it's really been pretty consistent. That's wild, Tyler. Your schedule has yeah, changed significantly. Yeah, it has. Uh, it I was two to ten or two to eleven, whatever, as well. But uh, you know, now I'm I'm in there usually at nine thirty in the morning, maybe a little bit later up until about six. And usually I go in and I know what I'm talking about. But uh, my assignment has changed a bit, and now. Uh, I, in the past couple of weeks, I had been helping write the actual newscast itself. Oh, okay. So we're talking about stories that I'm not necessarily, uh, you know, fully aware of what's going on. I have to do extra, extra research to really know what I'm talking about. So that has changed in a sense. And uh, I thought it was funny, Abby mentioned, you know, we don't really know uh, outside of work when we can go work out or exercise or anything. <laughs> Usually uh, the, the 
the seven previous years, I, I'm going to work out at midnight, maybe one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and now I wake up early enough and, and I can exercise around that time. So mm-hmm. it's just, it, there, there are a lot of adjustments that I really didn't know that we had to make until we made this change. Yeah. Kind of like Tyler said, I have to get up at seven o'clock to get a workout in before work starts. Yeah. I don't get up in the morning. Yeah. Waking up and I are not friends. <laughs> that's, a, that's a different world, isn't it? Yeah. And, and along those lines, let me say thanks to y'all. When I ask you to come in here at 9.15, I know that's not normal. <laughs> Believe me, yeah. I know that that's not normal for you and your normal schedule. Uh, Curtis, uh, speaking of uh, working out, you've uh, you've dropped some pounds. I here. have. I when we got back from the Sugar Bowl, I start. I completely changed my lifestyle, and it was just trying to lose weight, lose weight. The day after we got back from Kansas City, I weighed in, and I was 14 pounds down from Christmas. I'm. I have down now down as of this morning. Again, I just got back from vacation, so I put a few pounds on. I'm down 33 right now, Wow! and so I'm just trying to get down to my old playing weight when I was in high school. Just uh, trying to get off my blood pressure medicine. I'm 25. I'm just trying to live like a normal 25-year-old. That's great. Garrett was going to say, what's your your secret or what's your trick to doing this? I I literally live the medical cliche of everything in moderation and just a lot of exercise. Portion control, uh, trying to eat fresh, um, eating out less, just literally everything. Everything. My brother is a former Division One football player, and a, he's w- taking his MCAT next month to go to medical school. Wow. So I have a really good resource in my family, <laughs> and he helps me out tremendously. Yeah. And and might I add for all of you that getting off that wacky nighttime schedule, mm-hmm. that's got to be a factor, right? In mm-hmm. the way you eat and how you eat and what you eat. I mean, it's got to be a factor. Oh, yeah. I can sit there and I can cook myself a fish fillet and some fresh potatoes and some vegetables at 7, 8 o'clock at night instead of eating. Oh, it, we're off the air at 1030. Now I can have yeah, dinner. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. All right. Can you stay through break? Let's take a break and we'll be back okay. with more in a moment. We've got uh, local uh, TV sports anchors in reporters in the uh, room with us here this morning. We'll take a break and be right back. Stay with us. We'll return in a moment. John Morris Show here on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Automatic Chef Canteen is a full-service micro-market vending and office coffee provider with state-of-the-art vending equipment. They offer custom-fitted micro-market vending and office coffee solutions for your employee break room. Locally owned and operated for over 50 years in Central Texas, including in-house mechanics on call 24-7 for fast, reliable service and maintenance. Automatic Chef Canteen, 6900 Imperial Drive in Waco or online at automaticchefcanteen.com. Hey Central Texas, this is Julio Castillo, owner and operator of Jack Roofing and Exteriors. Let's talk Roofing for Dummies 101. First, you want to breathe. Second, you want to seal. And third, you want to defend. Today, we're going to talk about defending your roof against nature's elements. We replace every layer of your roof properly, and that starts with going all the way down to your deck. For more information, check us out online at jacroofs.com or call us directly at 254-732-2872. Here at Jack Roofing and Exteriors, we are making customers happy one roof at a time. 
It's a summer buyback event going on at Greg May Honda. Right now, used cars are in high demand. Under current circumstances, used cars at auction are at an all-time high. At Greg May, they like to cut out the middleman. They need your good trades, and they're willing to pay top dollar. You could drive a new 20 Honda Fit LX CVT for just $159 per month for 36 months. Save thousands with 0.9 APR, and make no payments for 90 days. They will buy your car, even if you don't buy from them at Greg May Honda. Go to GregMayHonda.com for complete details. There's a line drive into center field. McKinney's coming on. He dives. He makes the play. What a play. It's center field by freshman Jerry McKenzie on a line drive that was sinking. He comes in and he dives. He scoops underneath it for the second out of this inning, and that's a sports center top ten play. Boom. The home of Baylor Bear Baseball, ESPN Central Texas. At Marineland Boating Center, we believe in families, fishing, and everyone who enjoys the peace of being on the water. That's why Marineland is home to Alumacraft, boats designed and built by generations of fishing enthusiasts for fishing enthusiasts. For over 70 years, Alumacraft has been providing durability and innovation. Whether it's time for water sports or the perfect catch, we've got an Alumacraft model to fit your style and budget. Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or visit Marineland West WacoYamaha.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco. 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, Saturday, 8 to 5. On Thursday, Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine enjoyed unnecessary roughness with Ward Whites and me and shared his gut feeling on the upcoming high school football season when and if it gets going. Nobody really knows who's going to make the final decision on what. There were some TEA guidelines that came out uh, that they could start online without losing funding. Then you have a situation like Fort Bend ISD or Houston ISD, which have announced they're not going entirely online and not doing extracurriculars until uh, September or in the case of Houston. Houston ISD, October, and we don't really know what is going to happen. For the complete interview, check out our Twitter page at 1660 ESPN. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to today's JMO Radio Show. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Back with us Friday morning, John Morris Show, brought to you in part by Marineland Waco. Uh, MarinelandWacoYamaha.com is their website. It's the Marineland Boating Center, I-35 and Loop 340 South, right there at the bend of Loop 340. Give them a call at 254-662-0676. They are open for business, a safe, sanitized environment, or you can handle everything online. Check them out. Our good friends Ken and Mary Sorley at Marineland Boating Center on the web, MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. We're back with uh, TV local TV uh, sports anchor, sports reporters. Matt Roberts is here, Tyler Bolden. Uh, Abby Loring and Curtis Quillen. Uh, Matt, to you to start here. Uh, I want people to get to know y'all a little bit in the short time that we have together, but this is longer time than you normally have, yeah. right, on the air at any one time. What's your background? Where are you from? Where'd you go to school? And how'd you get to Waco? Well, I'm originally from Bernie, right outside San Antonio. Um, and then I ended up 
my parents were both Texas exes, and I defected and went to Lubbock. I went to Texas Tech, <laughs> and uh, so I'm literally the black sheep of the family. <laughs> literally. Uh, and uh, red and black sheep. Um, and so went out there, worked in TV in Abilene, then went back to Lubbock for a couple years. And then when my wife and I got married, we moved out to Baton Rouge. So I spent a couple years on the bayou with uh, bridging the gap between Les Miles and, and Coach O. So that was a, a fun experience for sure. And then um, we started Fox 44 next our bottom and kind of re, was redoing everything and relaunching the the station about three years ago, a little over three years ago, exactly. And so um, with the same company, they I, I reached out and said, hey, I'm, I'm a Texas guy, so love to get back to Texas. And we're kind of centrally, literally centrally located around family and friends. So it's like, let's do it. And and three years later, we're, we're still trying to, to build that thing up. Very cool. Had it been fun to be uh, there on the ground floor, the launch of a station? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and I, I actually did the same thing in Baton Rouge, too. So oh, this really? Is, this wow. is my second straight, uh, second straight launch. So, um, yeah, kind of building the sports department the way that I wanted to. And in Baton Rouge, I was the weekend anchor. So okay. um, this one was really kind of, this is how I want it to run. This is what I want it to look like. This is kind of what I want us to be about. And so, yeah, being able to to kind of build it from the ground up is in, in something that I want it to look like has been really awesome. And I've had the freedom to do that, which is great. Nice. And I said launch of the station. The station was here, but it was the news department. News, right. doing doing news mm-hmm. on the air was what was uh, launched three years ago. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Tyler, what's your background? So uh, I graduated from Midlothian, which uh, is where Bryce Petty went. Yeah, uh, yeah. I actually played JV baseball with him. Uh, he was a pretty good pitcher, too, so, <laughs> I bet as, he was. You, as you can imagine. Uh, I got put on the waiting list for Texas A&M, which ended up uh, being a blessing in disguise, and I went to North Texas. Okay. Got a job uh, in TV right out of college in Biloxi, Mississippi. Spent four years there. Uh, wanted to come back home like, like Matt, so uh, I saw that uh, opening was here in Waco and applied, and luckily uh, they were desperate enough to hire me. So, <laughs> uh, that's, why, uh, that's why I'm here today. And yeah, I've been in the business since yeah uh, 2012, August. Okay. August or uh, September 2012. So. Gotcha. Young pup. All right. Yeah. All right. Very good. <laughs> Abby? I think I may be the youngest one here. <laughs> um, it's finally not me. You don't understand how happy that makes me. Um, but I'm originally from Nashville, Tennessee, so I'm kind of far away from home, but grew up there. Dad played football, bodybuilder, kind of made me fall in love with it. I was more of a, I think I was more of a boy growing up, <laughs> kind of joking. But uh, yeah, and so that kind of made me fall in love with uh I guess football was my first love. So went in and pursued uh, sports broadcasting at Harding University in Arkansas and then got my first job in Wichita Falls and fell in love with Texas high school football and just the, I guess you could say sports in Texas and um, met connections there and that brought me here to Waco. So this is my second market and I've actually been in the industry since 2018. (laughs) So not very long, Um, but it's been a wild ride and I absolutely love it. And, uh, Especially even though I came here in October, so I haven't been here very long, but uh, I got a chance to see just how much people get excited here, uh, the atmosphere here, uh, and even the talent here is incredible. So looking forward to whatever sports do happen again, but it's it's been a wild ride. That's cool. Were you in Wichita Falls long enough to, to learn that in Texas, that is the hottest place in Texas, <laughs> can be and can be the coldest place in Texas? Yes. It's, um, it's odd, isn't it? it I got there, and I, that was the first time I saw a tumbleweed, too. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and I found out roadrunners were real. Yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> and they don't look like the cartoons. So, uh, but I love that place up there. Wichita Falls, they have great people. The coaches, I mean, 
it, it was so fun. And um, the night spent at Memorial Stadium, I tell you what, it was like a bowl. And when that wind would hit, yeah, it, you were right. It's not that cold, but it was frigid. That's it was it. crazy that it was in Texas. But yeah, those summers up there, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that crazy. is wild. Curtis, what's your uh, line of uh, work that got you to Waco? Oh, man. So when I was in high school, I went to Floresville, about 20 miles outside San Antonio, the opposite way from where Matt's okay, from. Right. Which is funny because our middle schools would play, Matt's older than I am, yeah. our middle schools yeah, would thanks. play against each other. <laughs> um, but, you know, when I was in high school, my mom got me started doing PA announcing, and the more I got involved, the more I fell in love with it. She thought it was a phase. Now it pays my mortgage. Hey, cool. Um, I, when I graduated in 2013, uh, I gra- went to Oklahoma State on uh, – I got my out-of-state tuition waived, which was probably the only reason I went uh, went that far away from home. Uh, majored in uh, sports media with a minor in sports management. And the more I did, the more I fell in love with it, interned and fell in love with the TV side of it and figured that was the and figured out that that was the best way I could channel my creativity. Um, and then walked the stage May 7th of 2016 and July 5th, walked in the door at KCEN as the uh, the fir- I was the first hire as a hybrid uh-huh. uh, news reporter slash news sports, sports reporter, right, right. fill in sports anchor in the market. Right. Did that for three years. And then when Jessica Mori left last summer, I got promoted to the weekend anchor job. Eight months later, we're in a global pandemic. And <laughs> um, it's just been it's been a whirlwind. And so it's it's awesome. Been in been in Waco for I'm going into my fi- uh, fifth football season. If we ever do get to put toe to leather and I it, it's awesome for me because my mom actually went to Copper's Cove. Oh, okay. and so I get to be in the area. My mom and my grandparents spent uh, a long time. This was their longest station assignment when my grandfather was active duty was huh. Fort Hood. Yeah. And so this is it's really cool for me. It's, it really is cool. But I love Central Texas. It's it's a lot of people that I, I love. The coaches, I love the players, I love everybody that we work with. Like this is this is awesome. But that's that's kind of how I got here. Which leads to the next question, Tyler. We'll start with you. What uh, what what do y'all see if you look in your crystal ball? What do you think the fall looks like with Baylor football, Big Twelve football, high school football, which is so big here? What do you think, knowing what we know right now, what's that going to look like? I think Baylor football is going to happen. I think all 12 games are going to happen. Just some of the interviews that, that I've uh, had the past couple weeks. I'm, I'm still a little more skeptical about high school just because of I, I feel like weekly testing needs to be done with, with COVID-19. And uh, you know that it, it's not free to get these tests done. And some schools, I'm sure, don't have the budget to test every single athlete out there to play every week. But uh, I think a lot of that, the, the decision-making is still going to be, uh, you know, left to the UIL and, and how, and how they're, they're, how they're going to do that. So, so we'll see. I, yeah, I have a lot more optimism in, in college football, specifically the power five conferences. Um, but that is also my hope as well. I, I, I want to see football. And I think for a lot of people, sanity, mental health, just to get distracted, they, they need football too. It's yeah. good. Abby, what do you think? I'm kind of along the same lines of Tyler's. I think it will happen. I think, you know, uh, when you look at the Power Five and, and, and how they're handling things, I think they've handled it very well. And, and um, with money and stuff like that, I think it's possible. Uh, UIL, uh, high school, is going to be a little bit more difficult, and it's hard to kind of keep high schoolers rallied <laughs> and, you know, maintain that social distancing and kind of that discipline is a little bit harder with younger kids. But um, I think they'll work it out, whether that be a delayed start or something. But um, – you know, I'm pretty optimistic as well about the season because I think through all of this, uh, people have realized how much they've missed sports. And uh, I think there is a push to, to get it back. And if that means, you know, a shorter season, 
than a shorter season. But um, I, I think I think something will happen. Yeah, that's a really good point. People uh, not taking it for granted, you know, when you don't have it, maybe you appreciate a little more. Dr. Quillen, what do you what do you think the fall is going to look like? We we did a story on the economics of college sports a while back, a breakdown of it, and I think here I will say they have to play college football, yeah. or there will not be college sports in the future. Potentially, yeah. it will drastically change it. But I don't see how we can play until there's a vaccine, and the clo- we won't have a vaccine until close to Christmas. So I I think they'll wind up in college playing everything in the spring. Hmm just to try to get those games in and get that revenue. But I just don't understand how we can put toe to leather. Even without fans in a stadium, you're still talking about between the two rosters, all the support staff that has to work the game, anybody who's covering or, or working in the stadium who's not a fan, you're still talking about one to 2,000 people. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand how we can do that until we have a vaccine. And I actually I spoke with a, a doctor yesterday, and uh Coming out with a vaccine, sure, if there's something that is put out there right now, there may be a short-term fix, but you have to keep in mind what are the long-term effects Mm -hmm. for a vaccine. You you don't know that. You have to let time go by and see what happens if they decide to release a vaccine. Yeah, gotcha. And they moved one into into the final stage of testing that they launched the trial on the first day everybody started working from home. And so we are moving toward that point. And to Tyler's point, you have to let time go by because, as we've already learned, this virus keeps mutating. There's changes that keep happening to this, and the new symptoms keep coming. Effects keep softening or worsening. There's a long way to go until we get a treatment or a vaccine, and I think that is what's going to determine when we finally kick off any sort of college football season. Yeah, that makes sense. Matt, what do you think? Yeah, I think uh, just based on the conversations, I've, I think yesterday was a, a tough blow for at least starting football on on at the same time. You look at Dallas County, they're postponed until the 8th, and that affects Midway and Waco High directly because now they're in, they're in a district with those Dallas that's County right. schools. Yeah. So um, I think that's going to be tough. I mean— Maybe they get it started, but to to Tyler's point, I mean, they you're going to have to be testing these these players constantly, and I don't know if that's feasible in a lot of these school districts. I, I think at the college level, there will be some some football in some form. I think you know Hunter Yurichek yesterday at Arkansas said that you know they they talked about playing a spring season, but that's last on the list. You can't you really you're going to lose players of the draft. You're going to have to turn right around in 2021 and play again. So, I don't think that's the case. I think maybe you go in and talking to Ross Bjork just a couple days ago or hearing from him, he mentioned that, you know, maybe you go in with 12 and maybe you only play 8, mm-hmm. 10 of them, but you you go in with a full schedule and then you just kind of see how things go. I mean, with this whole virus, it changes so much from week to week. It's hard to make a definitive Okay, here's here's where we are. Here's what we need to do going forward. And I think that's why you're seeing the Big 12, the SEC, the ACC say, "Hold on, let's wait. We still we don't have much time, but we deal we do still have time. So let's wait and see where we are at the end of July." And I've heard that, you know, that that date could be pushed as well. I mean, you don't really need until the first day of September, you know, you have some time to work with. And so I think they're going to use all of that time they have to figure out some way to play football in some form or fashion. Yeah. Are we all looking forward to baseball next week? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> baseball next week, NBA week after that, uh, NFL. Dude, that's the one I'm looking forward to. <laughs> NBA, <laughs> gotcha. And then NFL training camps right after that, hopefully. So yeah. uh, let's uh, let's hope and pray that things go well. And I think once baseball starts, that like, like Big 12 schools – 
like Baylor, can learn from from that. Not learn yep. from their mistakes, but learn from what they are doing. And I think that'll help. I hope that helps us to get things going also. Yeah, and, and I think the, the, the race, the NASCAR race at Texas Motor Speedway with fans this weekend, I think is going to be big. I think paying attention to how that ha- how that goes, how the fans react, good I think point. that's going to be a good kind of – it's not apples to apples because right. Texas Motor Speedway is a mile and a half long. It's a lot of room to put people – but I think maybe you can learn some things from that by just keeping an eye on what's going on out yep. there this weekend. I think every athletic director in college sports was watching the race in Bristol earlier this week and will be watching the race in Fort Worth on Saturday <laughs> because they want to see how you can do a sporting sure. event with with limited fans. Yeah. And I think they've been watching all the, all the PGA, all of the golf, all of the soccer without fans so that they can try and figure out how to do one without fans hoping and praying that we can put total leather come at the come Labor Day weekend. Yeah, that's good. All right, final question. Have we all become very proficient in Zoom? Yes. <laughs> yeah. More than we want to, right? I think I, yes. <laughs> I, 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 I've used Zoom on four different computers in the office, and only one of them has worked as it should. <laughs> so, yeah. Lovely. I, I, I've tried to learn it. Our station laptops don't have webcams, so I have to use my personal one. And oh, I did yeah? an interview with my buddy at the Baltimore Sun. I was like, Nathan, you got to help me out, man. How do I record this stuff, and how do I pin your video? <laughs> He's like walking me through, and he goes, you're the TV guy. Yeah, <laughs> That's great. I, I think I'm still really slow at it to be honest but uh, I think it's just like I'm one of these people I'm very like face-to-face interaction so this has been pretty hard for me but yeah I'll I'll see the camera and it's a little bit delayed and I'm like wait what (laughs) but uh it's funny because like well I have my zoom and I'm working from home and I have a a University of Tennessee Neyland Stadium (laughs) in the background and a doctor goes is that Alabama? And I was low key offended, but I blew it off. <laughs> but I try to like now it's a game to see how many people will mention it. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's it's, pretty good. It's been uh, it's been fun. So I think it's been fun where you can change the background, so at least you feel yeah, like you're somewhere right. different. That's I mean, true. I've been at Astro Spring Training. I've got my living room in there. I've got several places to make you at least feel feel like you're somewhere. And then when you get the grid up there, like when we've had our Baylor calls and stuff, and you see everyone, and it's like. Hey, how's it going? Yeah. Good to see you all. Yeah. That's the way we've seen each other for <laughs> yeah. the most part is through Zoom yeah. calls. Yeah. We are great for coming in this morning. Uh, hang in there, and we appreciate you and appreciate the job you do, and hopefully uh, be back to uh, all sports here pretty soon for all of y'all. Thanks for being here this morning. Appreciate you having us. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks, John. Thank you. JMO, we love you, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Matt <laughs> from uh, Fox 44 and Curtis from KCN and Abby from KXXV and Tyler from uh, KWTX. Appreciate y'all being here.